That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy. Like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire? Running your own company? Achieving your life's goals? Yet wake up in a cold sweat? Next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Well, hello, caviar dreamers. Hello, caviar dreamers. Super excited. Guess who we have today? We have a great guest today. Great guest, Nikki Blonsky of Hairspray Fame. Good morning, Baltimore. Um, I love Hairspray. It came out right when I moved to New York. So I used to run down the streets in New York singing Mama Welcome to the 60s. I just love that movie so much. I know. Well, of course, I saw the first one. Yes. You know, with uh, Divine, Divine and yeah. Ricky Lake. I'm a big fan of all John yeah. Waters movies. And by the way, Nikki Blonsky killed it amazing it was she her did. first role ever making out with zach efron with john and john travolta was in it michelle pfeiffer yeah. and nikki blonsky comes out first role and is a star she super really is. star i'm gonna be honest i've always had a real thing for zach efron and i always felt really creepy about it because i thought he was so much younger than me but he's not actually as young as you would think how old is it is he 31 i think he's 31 should we fact check that right now while we're I here I think he might be 31. And I think I always felt very creepy about it because, oh, he's 33, even better. Oh, amazing. Only six years between us. So, and that's so oh. fun. No, but Nikki Blonsky is so talented, so smart, so fabulous. So I'm super excited that we have her on. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Uh, hi. So nice to meet you. I'm oh, sorry, I'm late. I moved to Los Angeles last night, so. Oh, oh and you're gosh. still doing this? Thank you. Thank oh my gosh, no, of course. I was like, I have, oh, are you kidding? I have to give it for Margaret. Are you kidding? You're the, you're, you're the cutest. Thank you so much. Congratulations on your move. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so excited about it. I'm excited about my curtains. How I'm loving those. I love the curtains. Are they burnout velvet? No, Are no, they no, no, they're, they're like um, palm trees. But oh, I they're palm trees. I can't tell. Oh, because the way the light's coming through. I love a palm print. Because look at us. We're in a palm print, but pink palm I print. I love it. I love it. Some. I can't believe you moved last night. Jesus. I know. You know, I kind of do things when I feel things when, you know, when I'm, when I'm on a mission, I'm on a mission. 
know, and I, I thought it was time to, uh, I was actually have a movie that I'm getting ready to start shooting um, on Friday. So That's exciting. Yeah. Good for you. First of all, you're still so young. Oh, well, I mean, I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. I just turned 32 on November 9th. Oh, so you're a Scorpio. I I love I love a Scorpio. Joe's a Scorpio. My husband's Scorpio. I'm great with Scorpios. Happy. I'm a Scorpio, and you know it's so funny. I feel like Scorpios get such bad raps. Why? You know they're like any. I swear, every time I get you know enter the dating pool, they're like, "Oh, you're a Scorpio." Well, it was nice to know you. And I'm like, "No, no, no, no." We're just very driven and passionate people. That's you're very right. passionate, yes. sexual people. I think yes. that's what they say that. Yes, they say the Scorpios are, you know, good in bed. I'm not. They I'm are. not bragging. I'm just stating a fact. It is. It, it is, is a fact. I would lead with that. Well, you're also an Aries. Maybe you got to look for an Aries because they have a great relationship. Yeah, Aries and Scorpios are very good. A lot of my friends are Scorpios. Two of my best friends, Polly and Laura, yeah, are Scorpios. So I think it's very, yeah, I would leave with that. Or find an Aries. I think it's a good move. I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to go look for one now. Okay, <laughs> good. Now you're in L.A. Are you going to just stay out there for the movie or you're out there for good? No, uh, I'm going to finish the movie and then I'm out here for good. A change oh, on the coast. freezing here today, so be glad you're over there. Yes. So Thank I you. just want to get into it because, first of all, sure. I've loved you since you hit the screen. I mean, that is it. You made such an impact, so I have so much to ask you. I mean, that was your, you came out, like, in a starring role. You went on to Hairspray, which was, I mean, one of my favorite movies ever, right? Yeah. John Waters. Oh. I mean, I'm old enough to have seen the first one, obviously, with Divine. But you came on knocked it out of the park so how did it feel that was your first starring role but you were on there with such big stars and then you came on as the star so i want to hear everything i mean i want all everything <laughs> i can't it was imagine wild. it was wild it was um it was an incredible journey it was one day you know very normal life and then the next day i was working with people that i had only seen on tv um and it was it was just sometimes it feels like a true fairy tale um and then other days it's like some days it feels like a nightmare because <laughs> just, just uh, some days you know everybody has their days but i'll tell you that for me it was something I've, I've wanted to perform forever i've wanted to sing and dance and act and and do this. And then when I saw the role of Tracy Turnblad at 15 on Broadway, that was it. Yes. I was, I was sold. She was, she was who I had to play. And then after seeing that, um, at 16, I auditioned for the Broadway show, but they told me I was too young. And I was like, well, okay, fine. And, but I see, I have this problem, Margaret. <laughs> That when I really want something, I go guns a blazing. Good, I don't good. stop. That's <laughs> the way it should it. be. That's the way it yeah. should be. So um, I, the next year, they said that they were casting again. And I was like, well, I'm just going to keep going back until they get so sick of me because they just hired me. And um, it said, we're casting the movie. And I was like, what are the ages? Like, here we go. And I'm scrolling down and it was my 17th birthday and it said ages 17 to 24. And I was like, we're in the game. And, um, 
they said, do not send any tapes. I sent a tape. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I went to all the open calls and, and my mom went with me. She was incredibly supportive and we just had just an incredible experience together. Um, you know, learning the audition process and, and traveling and, I had never been on, okay, the last time I was on a plane was when I was three going to Disney World. And then now all of a sudden I was on a plane going to LA for a screen test for a movie. So it was just, it was absolutely wild. But it's definitely the journey that has made me the person that I am today. No, absolutely. So tell me how all your friends reacted to you. You know, it was interesting. I wish I wish there were real Housewives cameras <laughs> back then. It was like the, the theater kids of Long Island. That would be a great show. Yeah, because, yes. You know, and I know a lot of people from Long Island, and you're from Great Neck. Yes, yeah. So Originally, Great Neck is very is cutthroat. I get it. It's a very clicky town. I grew up in a um, very you know modest household. Both my parents worked both very hard, two jobs. Um, you know, I've been babysitting since I'm 12. Like, we just worked really hard. And and the kids in our town kind of had everything kind of handed to them. And they didn't, like, they just didn't really appreciate things the way that, like, my brother and I were taught to. Not that they weren't good kids. They just, they also didn't, they kind of felt like things should be handed to them. Like, roles. And, like, you know, parts in musicals and finally when I found um Dr. Levy my mentor over at South High School in Great Neck and it was the talent that won you the role with her and it was the work that you put in and that's when I realized that no matter whatever money or whatever like it doesn't matter like you could be somebody from the middle of South Dakota live in like a tiny but if you have talent and you have the will to like get out there and show it you could become the biggest star in the world doesn't matter I mean look at Dolly Parton it's yeah. true it's true I and I love I love me some Dolly oh I love Dolly Parton she I, I think she even um, has been funding some of the COVID vaccine trials like she yeah yes an angel yes she is the best no, it's absolutely true. So Dr. Levy was one of your mentors. So so the kids in your town must have been like, were they? It was a mixed review. Um, it was kind of like the kids that I did the school shows with, um, some of them were super supportive um, and then some of them weren't. One of them that I always talk about is my dear friend, Dana Levinson, who is just always still to this day so supportive um and like it's one of those relationships where we don't see each other all the time but when i do see her like it's just the best so um i you know i had a lot of friends in high school but now i've learned who the true friends really were and uh and dana dana is leading the pack and is really and then you know i also played softball back in the day margaret did you oh my god no i I was not athletic in high school. I mean, I almost failed uh, high school for cutting gym. So I give you a lot of credit. No, seriously, I had to like, you'll read in my book, but I, the gym teacher, we saw him out in a nightclub and basically, we, we basically bribed him and was like, uh, we're never going to gym again. Or we're, we're ratting you out. Oh my God. Do you want to hear my gym story? Yes. 
Okay, I have a ridiculous freshman year gym story. So freshman year, I tore my Achilles tendon. Oh. Not by, yeah, not by like skiing or something, rock climbing, something cool like that. No, I fell down my grandmother's back steps. Ooh. Like I, yeah, like I yeah. never walked down her back steps before. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it was brand, brand new to me. But um, <laughs> so all of a sudden I get to gym and I'm in a full cast and it's freshman year and I, we have this coach, Coach Green, and I've been told that he's really, really tough. And he actually was my uncle's football coaches, coach in high school when they played and they were all friends. So segue to, I get to his class. He looks at me and he goes, I want you out of that cast in a week. He said, that, that's not possible. Like I have a doctor's note. He goes, nope, I want you out of, no, 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 no. You're going to be in my class. I turned around and I said, do you know? And I named my uncle's names. He goes, no way. And I said, they're my uncle's. For a year, I was at secretary. I sat in oh, that's and so, I answered his phone. So I, I made him coffee. It was the best. That's the best <laughs> ever. I mean, Jim. So shout out to Coach Greeny. I love you. Okay, oh. Coach Greeny. I mean, Dr. Dr. Levine. It's Dr. Levy. Dr. Levy, yeah. And Coach yeah. Green. I got it. Those, that's the dream team. That's the dream team that, and your mom and your parents. Your amazing yes. parents. Okay, so you get there. There's hot Zach Efron. I got to get all the dirt. Hot Zach Efron. who I was. Are you like, oh my God, I'm going to get to make out with this hot guy? I thought of, I thought about it. Like, like I was more excited to shoot the movie. I was no, more excited. Shot, yeah, exactly. Shoot the movie and be, be an actress. Obviously, that was the thing. But that was like a but nice that was definitely guy. like... That was definitely, look, it wasn't, put it this way, it wasn't the whole Sunday, but it was like a whipped cream on top of the Sunday. Yeah, or a cherry, or a cherry. Not even yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> Who was, I mean, maybe we don't have to say it, but it's just like, the you had such amazing women. Yes. Like, were they like so embracing? Was Amanda Bynes, like, and Michelle Pfeiffer, were they, was everybody so great? Yes. Whatever what you think the thing is is when you when people think of Michelle Pfeiffer or Queen Latifah or Amanda Bynes or Britney Snow, they think, oh, these sweet, beautiful women. And yes, they are. But I got to know them for the social activists that they are and the passionate, stunningly just inside. Their their insides just glow with they just want to help people and they're good and they have kind hearts and when i tell you that these women embraced me i mean i learned more from watching them work from watching um michelle pfeiffer you know act a scene just to i wasn't even in the scene and they were like uh you can go home now and i was like am i allowed to just stay and watch because like i'm watching greatness like you know this can't be you can't buy this at a school you know this is so um, I learned a, I learned a ton from Amanda um, business wise. She's just so incredibly smart. Brittany Snow as well. I've learned a ton of humanitarian and, and charity work through her. So um, I know right now with everybody, you know, she has something going with the September stories right now for mental health awareness. So if everybody can go check out Brittany's page. Um, but you know, the women were incredibly supportive of each other. And then, and then we had the guys. Yeah. Who just, 
were the best. Like they just, oh my gosh, they were incredible. That's so, what a great first experience. I mean, Critics' Choice, right? Critics' Choice Award. That was the craziest moment of my life to be in a room where I want to say like where my bed is, is where, where Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were sitting. And when they yelled my name, I was like, no way, just no way. Like it was crazy. I still, (laughs) I still, it doesn't feel real. No, of course. It's just like, it's the, it's like the highlight. So it's just, you came on the scene so fast, everything. It's just, it does fuck with your head though, right? Mm -hmm. Does it fuck with your head? Yes, it does. Because what it does is, you know, all this excitement, all of this amazingness so fast and so quickly. And then all of a sudden work kind of slows down and things slow down or you're like, wait, what what happened? Like, I didn't stop doing anything. Like I still want to act, act, act. And but it was, I felt for me, um, the business didn't know, I felt back then that the business didn't know like what roles, you know, or where to put me. And, and then I realized it's not the business's place to put me anywhere. It's my place to put me where I want to be in this business. And that's when I started developing my own projects and producing my own stuff and saying, you know what, if they're not going to create the part for a plus size love interest well then guess what I am you know so I mean it's just a matter of um I think for me it's been a lot of self-discovery since Tracy like staying true to Tracy but also staying true to Nikki as well yes and I think that's so empowering and you're such an inspiration to so many women I always, we were talking about this earlier today. I always feel, feel like representation is such an important thing. If you can't see it, you can't be it. So for you, I'm sure the, what, like, the, there hasn't been that much representation at the time of Tracy. And like for you to be able to create your own projects and empower and inspire so many young girls so is incredible. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, I learned it from two, two very, very important women in my life. I was very blessed to grow up loving the one Miss Ricky Lake. I was obsessed, obsessed. I loved her. Um, I was, I, I adored her show. I watched it. She was my morning I would race home from school every day to watch the Ricky Lake show. She was the one. Um, so for me, it was her. And it was Carney Wilson. Mm, yes. Big, big Wilson Phillips fan. I love Carney. I love everything she stands for. And then my my all-time hero is Cass Elliot from the Mamas and the Papas. Mm. Um, so I mean, between those three women, that was enough representation for me to at least know that I can I can do this. But I believe it's up to this generation you know, to have even more, more, more representation out there. And I, and I think, I think it is now. And I think because yeah. of women like you, that it's happening. And I think that's what's so inspiring and so great. And I think let's talk about this past June, which I think is even more inspirational. You came out. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was a big moment for you. 
It was. It was a very big moment for me. I think for me, um, my way of getting through things is kind of like minimizing them and being like, oh, well, it's not that big or like, no, 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 no. And really it's like, um, but so I just decided to do it. Um, and it felt right. The timing was right. It was totally spontaneous, which is very much me. So it was very true form. And I, uh, and I'm so glad that I did. And it's been really, really nice just living my truth and just, um, yeah, just doing, you know, whatever, just being me and not worrying about if anybody's going to say anything or out me or, you know, anything like that. So it's really, it's, it's been nice. And, and the response has been absolutely, I, you know, sometimes the love that I get is like so much and I'm so thankful for it, but I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so much. Like, I don't know what to do with it sometimes, you know? <laughs> it's, it's true. It's, it's like, good. but it's so nice to feel so loved and that people are so supportive. Were, were you concerned prior to coming out that, were you struggling with coming out or you were just like, I don't feel like I need to make an announcement? It wasn't that I was struggling. I think it was something I was just, I was coming to terms with it within myself, within my relationships, within the way I was living life. And I was just like, you know what? It's time. Just like I, I yeah, I had always lived my truth. I never hid anything. Like mm -hmm. I have had partners or whatever. And I just, I just never, honestly, the partners that I dated, I just never felt that like they were that special to be on a red carpet with me. So like, we're not special, but like, you know, I, I take, look, I take this business very seriously. I respect my industry and what I do. And if I'm going to bring somebody on a red carpet with me, that's going to be somebody that I respect just as much as what I do for a living. So honestly, if that person that I'm dating, you know, doesn't deserve to be there. And so that's why I kind of never bought anybody. Um, and so it wasn't that I was like avoiding it. I just, I just never really felt the need to bring anybody or expose that part of my life until I, I really, there was like a couple of projects where I decided like, look, I'm going to go into these projects and I'm going to go in as the openly gay woman that I am. I'm going to tell the world and that's it. That's that. Once and for all. Good. I, that's great. And it, it's such like a feel good moment. It's just like, you're like, good, this is who I am. And, and it's out there. And I love, that's great. That and to do it to Diana Ross, there's no more iconic. Way I know. I mean, I that is the way to go. I know. I have to give the credit to my publicist for that one. She was like, you know, have you, she's like, have you heard the song? I was like, have I heard the song, girl? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, she she taped it, and uh, we had a lot of fun doing that one. It was really really fun, and it was just it was just me. It was natural. I was just having a good time, and I was just finally feeling free. Oh, I love good. that. Tell us, can you talk about the new project that you're starting? Yes. Oh, well, I'm starting tomorrow. Um, I can't say the name yet, but I'm, I'm super excited. I'm working with brilliant actors. Um, one of them I just met last night and I was like, 
oh, I watch you on TV all the time. Um, so <laughs> I had like a little fan girl moment myself. So, um, but it's really cool. It's, it's an important movie. Um, you know, it deals with social injustice and I'm, I'm really jazzed and excited to be a part of, a part of it. That's amazing. That's so good. It's like a new movie. So you have big things happening. I mean, this is 2020 has actually been a good year for you. Um, well, you know, it's been up and down, you know, like my best friend says, at Nikki Land, there's tragedy and fun, and it's true. It's like, you know, it's been up and down, it's been all over, but um, I'm just a person that's determined to make the best out of every situation. I will always find the glass half full, you know, I'd rather have a little rather than nothing at all. So, um, yeah, yes, this year has been absolute hell, but it's been another year with my family. It's been another year in this business that I love. It's been another year creating. So I'll, I'll take it. Yes. And you have a podcast. I do. I do. Nikki Nights. Nice. That started at the beginning of the quarantine and that's been so much fun. Um, I've, I've had like guests. I, I just started DMing people. Like ask that's what we do. Yeah, we do yeah that's what we do. We DM yeah, people. Like, it's like sometimes we people reach out, but we DM people too. Who's not going to take a DM from you, by the way? Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Well, I I just was like, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, yeah, I got some wild like DMs back. I heard back from, um, from uh, oh gosh, uh, Ian Ziering. I was so excited. Just, you know, Steve Sanders. I was yeah. like, what? Um, <laughs> Dane Cook, I was like, well, no way. Just to be able to like, you know, DM with them and chat with them for a second was so cool. But the show is like every Thursday, um, there's a new guest. And I, you know, my favorite part about my show is like, I love to have people on from the entertainment business and from the business that I'm in. But I also love people from all different aspects and walks of life. So I've had Reverend Bailey Bronner on, um, who's a queer pastor at the United Methodist Church. I'm getting ready. I just had Nicole Furrier on, who's an up and coming musician. So I believe in, you know, just like giving the platforms of the people who have a great message to spread. I agree. I answer my own social media. So I'm like up at night doing it. And I feel like I spend way too much time on Instagram. Do you feel that way? Like I feel, and I'm just, yeah. I'm like, why am I <laughs> such a loser? <laughs> I no, I mean, thank God my publicist is great and she does help me um, run both my pages. But honestly, at the same time, like, I can't help it being like somewhat of a control freak where I'm like, I just, it's not that I'm a control freak. I just like to be in the loop. So I'm like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't have to control what's going on. You can totally control it. I just want to know. So it's like, I'm that person that's up at like 2 a.m. reading this, 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 this one. That's me. I'm literally, Joe is like, go to sleep. At 2 a.m., like if I wake up for a pee break or, or I just don't go to sleep till very late, but then I can't get up in the morning and I'm answering people. I'm having a political argument with somebody or, or someone's telling me, oh my God, why'd you get veneers? You have too many teeth in your mouth now. I was like, you weren't happy with my smile before. Now you bitch on too much. I answer like all the psychos. It's and I see you doing it because sometimes I get her DMs to my phone because I have it on that when I have to like do scheduled stuff. And this morning I'm like at home and I see at like 6 a.m. someone saying like, hey Marge, I got a haircut. She's like, oh, send me a picture. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's 
I, but I'm also very controlling. I don't like people to speak for me in my direct messages and things. It's weird. Yeah, no, I know. I'm the same way. It's also like, I feel like people can also tell the difference if it's like, if I respond or if somebody else responds because of my use of emojis. <laughs> yeah. Are you an emoji user? A big emoji? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I usually, I like to, I like to include an emoji. If I don't include an emoji and I'm having a serious conversation with somebody, that's, yeah. You know, that's how you know it's probably not not going well for the other person on the other end of the phone. Because they're not getting any emoji at all. What's your most used emoji? Oh my gosh. Okay, yes, this is a question. Um, wait a second, because I've thought about this. Oh, it's definitely this one. Oh, I love that. See, the eye roll. The, the sticky out tongue with the like, eh, you know, like the little closed eyes and the sticky out tongue. Mine is like the crazy face, you know, the really one oh, that you love. The wonky one. The wonky one. <laughs> or, the and the pigtail girl, oh. obviously. The pigtail. Well, you your own emoji. It's like my own emoji. The pigtail girl. Is oh, yeah. Mine is also this one. This one. Yes. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that's a good one. So what are you watching now? Is that, What are you watching on TV now? Uh, okay, so I just um, watched Ratchet, which I loved. Loved, loved, loved. I should loved. watch Ratchet. Yeah, I should watch that. Good. I haven't watched it. Oh, my God. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. Cynthia Nixon. Oh, she stole my heart in it. Um, Sarah Paulson, incredible. Um, I'm also totally, totally obsessed with Blythe Ma Bly Manor, rather. I loved Bly Manor. Um, on Netflix. It was really good. Not too scary. Oh, um, so I should watch no. that as long as it's not too yeah. scary because I get creeped out sometimes. Yes. And there's beautiful, like, you know, beautiful lesbian love affair in there. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah. should watch that. Yes. Um, what did I, Queen's Gambit. Did you watch the Queen's Gambit? I have not started that. Very it's good. Fun. Excellent. It's easy too. Easy. Seven episodes. Great. What else? Do, I want to start. What I want to start. Murder on Middle Beach. I want to watch The Boys in the Band. Another Ryan Murphy, but I haven't. I watched that. Yes, so I watched. Good. It was great. Yes, a lot of. I have a friend, Robin DeJesus, who's brilliant, and he was in it, and I watched it, and I was just like, oh my god, I love oh, you so. I love anything, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, Ryan Murphy. I want Pose to come back. Yeah, why isn't Pose coming well, back they yet? Stopped, I, think, I have no idea. I I don't know. I I wish. I don't know. Why isn't, and why aren't I on a Ryan Murphy show? Yes. Well, tell him. You just, Ryan all you have to do is write to him. He'll put you on. ask me all the time. They're like, why aren't you? And I'm like, I, I don't know. You should be. Listen. the interwebs. All you have to do is write him. You should be on a you series. Should. After this movie, you'll go on a series. You, that's That'll be your next thing. You'll be on a Ryan Murphy show. If that's your goal, you'll be on it. Yeah, we'll put it in the From documents. your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, we're putting it in. I'm sure that Cher is listening. Yes. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me, you, you know, what, what would Nikki Blonsky say to her younger self? What advice would you, I mean, you're so young anyway, but what would you give your younger self advice? Um, that it's okay to be afraid of some things and, um, to, you know, to not, 
you know, I feel like I, I kind of became somewhat fearless. I had to be with hairspray. Like my life was public overnight and like, here we go. And so I, I feel like I wanted to tell myself that, you know, as, as wild as it got, you know, and life and, um, it's okay to be vulnerable and to have moments where, you know, you're like, can I get through this? Cause you, you will get through it. You will. Absolutely. There's you, you know, I think the most important thing is, um, it was a quote I read the other day and I, I forget it now, but it was something along the lines of, you know, you've had it in you all along. And it's like, the thing is, is that sometimes it may not be apparent to us at the moment, but our strength is in us. So for me, I just kind of had to learn and, and time, time showed me a lot of things, but for me, I would tell myself to just get ready for a crazy wild ride. And, uh, and as my uncle used to say, don't take any wooden nickels. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is what good. is there ever, was, has there ever been a point where you were just like this business, even though you love it so much, you're so passionate about it. Has there ever been a point where you're like, I just don't think I could do this anymore. This is not for me. Um, I didn't get, I didn't get to that. I mean, I've had those moments where I'm like, am I, am I, can I do this? Can I, like, am I serious? Like maybe it was just a, a one moment thing. And then I'm like, are you crazy? Like I, I constantly have like two, two voices going on like that 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 one doubtful mind that's saying like it was a one-time thing like chalk it up kid you know and then on the other hand I'm like absolutely not like things like this don't just happen like you're doing this for a reason you, you made it so talented. yeah talented and hard work and you made it happen thank you so I just feel like um I've had those moments but in the end I've always found that that feeling of performing and that feeling of even auditioning is just, I crave it and I need it. And it's everything to me. So um, I'm, I'm meant to be in this. Yes. We need more of you. All right. So Ryan, we got to reach Ryan I want to ask, I ask a lot of, I ask everybody this who comes on cause we have like certain questions. Any big girl panty moment that you could think of? Like where you had to pull up your big girl panties and you're like, I don't know if I could fucking do this. <laughs> I don't know if I could do this. My biggest big girl panty moment uh, was when, I mean, unfortunately, it's, it, we just celebrated um, his death anniversary. But uh, in 2008, I lost my uncle to suicide. And oh, um, I, I, it was in the middle of filming a movie and I had just finished and, you know, his funeral needed to be planned and I didn't want my mom to have to like, you know, go through that. That's what was her brother. And so I pulled my big girl panties up and I was like, okay. I mean, and he was my best friend. So I, I very much, that was the moment that I feel like I, I matured and I was like, okay, you have to plan this funeral. You have to do these things. You have to be an adult now. And here it goes. So yeah, that was, that was, I think my biggest, my biggest big girl panty moment. Wow. That was, that was a hard one. And it really, it changed you. 
Yeah, it did. It did. It did. And it showed me also, um, it showed me that just because life ends physically, it doesn't mean the love is gone. That's and true. so, I mean, I feel him with me every day. So yeah, that, that whole experience has taught me a lot. And I know you advocate a lot for mental health charities also. Yes, yes, it's very important. I've worked with Shans uh, in the past, which is an incredible charity down in Gainesville, Florida, which is um, which they focus on children um, uh, implementing programs in schools for against bullying and for kids against suicide and violence. And um, yeah, I just always advocate, even just to everybody, just check on your friends, and a quick hello can go so far. So. It's true. You never know what people are going through. You really don't. And when things look great on the outside, you really don't know, especially at times like this, if people are so isolated, we all have to really do that for each other. I agree. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, I live my life by the way my nan, my nan had a saying, Nikki, you treat people the way you want to be treated. And if, and that's truly how I live my life. I have from, so when I go into the grocery store and I see a guy, like, like last night I was walking out of the airport and this guy opened the door and I was like, oh, thank you so much. And, and he let me go. And then somebody else was coming and I was like, you go ahead. And I had like three suitcases, but like, I was like, it's fine. And she was like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate that. And I was like, what? It's nothing, you know, like it takes nothing to be nice. So. I, we all just practice a little bit each day. It's so true. It's Everyone true. used to say to us growing up, a smile costs nothing. So you've got to really give them out all day. I think we've lost a lot of that. We have. I think people are, a lot of people, not everybody, are real douches. Yeah. <laughs> Can be. No, and I have the ultimate optimism and I want to... You know, even being burned, and I think in this business, I'm sure you've been burned, and mm -hmm. I'm just on a reality show, and nothing compared to what, you know, you've done. And you meet so many people, and I want to give so many people a fair chance, and in the short time I've yeah. been in it, I've been burned so many times, but I'm like the ultimate optimist. I want to let everybody in. I want to believe everybody. I want to trust everybody. And it's weird because it's just, you think everybody's going to give what you give, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm that way. You know what, Margaret, and I find I this is something I battle with every day because whether it's a text or it's a text to a friend or something business related, I give my all in everything. If I like, you know, it's like I'm taking that moment in time, you know, like we're all giving each other time. But like, I feel that now, and I said to my mom, I said, I think I finally realized what I've been doing wrong. She said, what? I said, I think I've been expecting too much of people. I've been expecting I get it. That, mm -hmm. that they, you know, are going to respond right back to me or they're going to come through on that deal or they're going to, you know, walk the walk like they talk to the talk. I said, you know what? Just because I do doesn't mean that they are actually in the same way. And so I've learned a ton as well in this business. And you see, you see, you know, in the end who, um, who, 
who really is the people of their word and um and it's it's an eye-opening experience it is it really, <laughs> really is and i you know listen sometimes i feel like i want to help everybody or like i'm sure you're the same way and we want to yeah. help everybody but sometimes it's at the detriment to myself and i think boundaries are so important and boundaries i think is a hard thing to learn because you know well, yeah I didn't, I didn't learn boundaries for a very, very long time because I didn't want to offend anybody. And I didn't want anybody to think, oh, Nikki Blonsky's a bitch or, exactly. or, you know, she got this role and now she's a bitch. No, no, no. Like recently, <laughs> like I'm single, right? And this girl said to me, like had the nerve to say to me, oh, let me be the, the Ellen to your Portia. And I was like, one, you don't know me. You haven't even asked me out to dinner. So why are you inserting yourself in my life? And two, like, you know, it's like, and it made me realize right then and there why you're here. You're not here to date me. You're here to date Nikki Blonde. You know, like yeah, she's there to be like she yeah. thought she was jumping into like a power yeah. couple. Like that's she wanted to be like an entity. Right. And I was like, little do you know. Uh, I do laundry, go to the grocery store. Like it is a regular life over here in Blonsky land for anybody who's going to date me. So, you know, it's like, so for me, it's just about, yeah, it's about making it for yourself and not, um, hanging on to other people's, you know, promises or, or try and ride anybody else's train go create your own train because it's so much more worth it in the end, you know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. And that's exactly the way it is. Well, you are such a pleasure. So inspiring. Yes. You are a ray of sunshine. Literally. That's like, I don't know if LA, LA is going to be so extra bright now. I mean, I don't think you should have left New York. Maybe that's why it's so that's shitty why today. Shitty that's why it's shitty out. <laughs> you left in the, and the weather and the weather turned. And the weather. Oh no, I'm sorry. Right. Well, I'm excited for your new project. Yes, I can't wait to when you're allowed to tell us, you know, we'll hear all about it. And I can't wait to have you back and congrats on everything you're doing and your podcast. And we'll be listening. And oh, Thank tell everyone where they could find yeah, you. Yeah, tell also. everyone where they could find you. Yes, you can find me on TikTok. Oh, I'm always on TikTok at the real Nikki Wonski and Instagram Nikki Wonski, and of course you can find me at Nikki Nights on Spotify and iTunes and YouTube. Thank you so much, Thank Margaret. You so much. Yeah. I adore you. And you know that Margaret's my middle name, right? Oh, it is. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't. Nicole know Margaret. Nicole <laughs> Margaret. I love that. I didn't even know that. All right, so we're meant to be together. Well, I'm super excited. Enjoy LA. In, Good in, luck with your project. And Thank you, you so much. Be well. Bye. Bye. Nikki Blonsky. She's adorable. She's amazing. Is she the cutest thing in America? She's the cutest thing in America. She's a little doll. She's great. And I think, I, I was so happy to hear that the women she was in Hasbro with embraced her and were so great and were consummate professionals and also really great women. Because I think Hollywood, you get so, you assume, because you've heard so many horror stories, that women are psycho and crazy. And I feel so disappointed when people I really love, I hear, aren't so great. So to know that Queen Latifah and Michelle Pfeiffer are so great makes me so thrilled. Yes, and Amanda Bynes. Yeah, Amanda And Brittany Bynes, Snow. Brittany Snow. Christopher Walken, John Travolta, everybody on that set was amazing. Zach Efron. I mean, that, that 
cast was a cast. Yes. And I'm so excited for her that she has new things going on and she's yeah. created great things for herself. And I think she's an inspiration and should be inspiring to everybody who's listening today because she said she's going to create her own roles for herself. Yeah. yeah, definitely. If you don't see something out that, that you want, you create it, create it for yourself. You know, that's it. The world is, is your oyster now. And I think it is cool that you can just DM people. You can reach out. Well, Caviar Dreamers, keep dreaming. You can find us on YouTube and on Spotify, Apple, wherever you find your podcasts at Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget, at The Real Margaret Josephs, at The Life of Mrs. B. That's right. Keep Not dreaming. Not the fake Margaret Josephs. Keep dreaming, <laughs> Caviar Dreamers.